Cargo Cult is a production of Radio Nemo West. Cargo Cult is all about the movies, books, music, and moments that help shape the lifestyle of not only the trucking industry, but also the American obsession with being on the move. What if something just like jumps out in front of you and you have to stop? Don't. What was that? A monster. Host Jimmy Mack and Justin Wellborn engage in a wild, free-form discussion with folks from both the transportation and entertainment worlds. I'm talking to whoever's listening out there. It's a show that's all about the journey. So far, we're doing fine. Hadn't got caught. And now your hosts, Jimmy Mack and Justin Wellborn. Before we actually get started uh, this morning, uh, Justin uh, Wellborn and I, who are the two hosts of Cargo Cults, it's good to have you. Good to see you. Good Thanks, man. Here. We were talking, before we kind of jump into this thing, we've got a lot to talk about today. We are talking about the infamous helicopter accident in uh, The Twilight Zone, the movie, uh, the John Landis-directed segment. So The Twilight Zone, the movie, is four movies. Uh, John Landis, Steven Spielberg, George Miller, and Joe Dante are the four directors of that. We got into that conversation because Justin, in our last episode, had brought up the Blues Brothers, and I had brought up 1941 and the aftermath. The chaos and the mayhem. We ended our last show talking about the stunt at the football field during Smokey and the Bandit. And I think in many ways— Where the car, the the Trans Am, basically just plows through the fence and onto a football field full of children playing a game. And you watch little girls and little boys who <laughs> dive are, out of the way. <laughs> dive out of the way. And With sincerity. Burt Reynolds said that he goes, most people's moms were there that day, not their dads. Had their dads been there, he said we'd have gotten the hell beaten us out of it. It's that simple. I, I have an odd question about, about that, and we'll get back to the Twilight Zone thing towards the end of Cargo Cults. Watching movies like that. The movie itself, because we're talking about, you know, Joseph Campbell's 13 Steps of the Hero's Journey. We began with ends. 12, 16. 17. What you got? You know, keep throwing them out there. It it all keeps moving all (laughs) over the place. Um, These movies in many ways, if you think about, you know, everybody loves to call up our show on uh, on the evening weekends and say, Oh, I rode my bike off the roof. You know, I jumped from one branch to another. And what's funny about that is you're shaking your head in disgust because all the time of Evil Knievel and Smokey. Evil Knievel, Smokey and the Bay. You know, there was a Hal Needham doll called the Stuntman. I did not know that. It didn't. It really didn't take off. I, it, uh, yeah, they, they, I didn't see it in my cousin's collection, so it couldn't have been that. They popular. kept trying to make a thing of you it. Know. Terry Taylor all, probably. All, had although it. they did strap on a an engine onto the back of the Trans Am to do the jump over the Flint River over the broken bridge, that was much like Evil Knievel's when he attempted to go over the Snake River. What's crazy about Snake River in Idaho on the Wild World of Sports? <laughs> Wide world of sports, sorry, not the wild world of sports. That's more slim pickings from Blazing Saddles. What's crazy about those uh, wide world of sports, Smokey and the Bandit, Star Wars, and uh, The Rescuers, which we're going to be talking about as kind of companion pieces for 1977 before getting to Suspiria. The movies themselves are calls to adventure. 
you could make a case that there are people who got involved in trucking later in their life because of Smokey and the Bandit, people who got involved in country music later on in their life because of Smokey and the Bandit, people who uh, probably ended up in Silicon Valley because of Star Wars and by association Star Trek and all that kind of stuff. 100%. And um, the call to adventure that kind of plays out in all of those movies, and even in something like The Rescuers, which we'll be talking about later, think about the little kids that saw that and wanted to go off on an adventure. This, I was one of them. You know, I mean, it, it, it really is. And it, it's kind of a remarkable thing, uh, a word I use a lot, but it, it really is kind of extraordinary to look at these movies as a call to adventure, not just inside the movies, but uh, for all the little boys and girls that were sitting in the mo- movie theaters. Those movies Absolutely. are giant right. love letters to the call to adventure. So we talked about the last call to adventure, which, of course, is biginess and littleness. Right, right. Which, which is a bet. It is a gambled out situation. It is for the money. And yeah, it's for the fun and for the glory, but it's for the money that they're doing it, you know, not the visionary quest of things. But uh, yeah, and then we move on to more, more pure motives of, uh, 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 of you know, a, a, a time long, long ago. You know, a, galaxy a galaxy far, far, far away. away. So, you know, something happened a long time ago, guys. But at the same time, I mean, what else can you say about Star Wars? I mean, it's it's one of the most pure hero's journeys that you can get. I mean, George Lucas really had to have sat down and but just, he like, does, crafted it out. He does have the urge to be free intangibly. Right from the beginning. Right from He's the beginning. He's ready to go, and they're trying to pull him into one season more before going to this academy, whatever he, it he is. He wants to go. And, and Matt, there, there are deleted scenes that I have not seen until, like, this year that make so much more sense of the academy. Not that—look, make this really clear. I don't—I'm glad those scenes aren't in the movie. First of all, they're kind of boring. Second of all— Sure, there's a reason they're deleted scenes. I think that the only prequel— that actually works in regards to all of the Star Wars movies. I don't think any of the sequels work. Come at me, bro. I don't think any of the prequels work. Come at me, bro. The one prequel that works, Rogue One. I think Rogue One is actually a really good, fun movie. Tom Notch, and it's definitely where it's they the dirty pulled, dozen in outer yeah, space. Yeah, they, they've definitely pulled more mileage with the new series Andor that's coming out and things like that. So they're really that's the grittier side of things, and I've always really appreciated, appreciated that too, that. rather than the uh, the colorfulness. But I did watch Star Wars last night, and uh, it, it's been years, man, right. and I really kept trying to remember what it was like watching it in the theater as a kid and what I saw and all the additions that have been brought into it. You know, the new special effects, the better sound. They've added lines. You know, there are all sorts of things that you can watch in it that were not the original movie in 1977, even though it was the highest grossing movie of the year. And right after that, Smokey and the Bandit. And right after that. The Rescuers. There you go, right in line, you know. This is one of the reasons that we feel that call to adventure is really exemplified in many of these movies from the same exact time. And how that is being revitalized towards the end of the 70s after this kind of hippie movement. Vietnam's cracked out, you know. We're we're getting into the beginnings of this sort of media-crazed world with things like CBs, and we're, we're, we're just about to enter a computer age and, and things like that. So to bring something like science fiction, the, 
the the success of something like Star Wars and to bring this these epic journeys into things seem to really resonate so with people. One, one movie starts with a hammock. It sure, in a hammock. guy in a hammock, just waiting. The other movie know? starts on a farm. Yeah. Starts on a farm. I mean, I mean and, it starts And how is that sh- not the oldest story? The farm boy that wants to get off the farm. Yeah. You it, know? And, and the call to adventure there, like I said, let's kind of, like I said, let's go back and establish this because I think it's important to kind of talk about the call to adventure. So we established that the end is to be free, sure. that at the end of the hero's journey, the hero is striving to have agency, to restore or to discover a sense of agency where they are no longer shackled by the confines of demands or responsibilities other than the ones that he or she or they choose, right? Straight up. I think that's There fair. you go. And I think... The way someone has an urge to freedom, but they don't know what freedom is, and then something tangible presents itself, and the possibility in that object or in that objective has freedom. If I can get the beer, I can get the 80 grand. If I get the 80 grand, I own my own truck, which means I have my own authority. Look out, mama. There's money. What what does Jerry Reed call that car? He has a great line. He's holding the dog, and he sees the car roll out, and he goes, hush, mama, hush, baby. What does he say? (laughs) It just is great. But the same thing happens in Star Wars. I want to get off the farm, and the Academy, which, by the way, make a really quick point about that, too. I love references to things we never see, like in Unforgiven. Totally. All that talk about the Rock Island Express. It's the same thing. The Clone Wars. That's why it it breaks my heart when you—I didn't want to see the Clone Wars. I just love that it was got re- referred to occasionally, and uh, the days of the old republic and all that kind of. Well, thing. it was one of the things, even about the force. That was one of the things that, from as a young kid, I believed in the force. It made a lot of sense. I'm not sure what they're talking about in church, but something that moves through us and binds us and surrounds us. I mean, yeah, that's that's the force, and it gives you purpose. And like any kid could be a Jedi. Thanks for listening to a preview of this episode of Cargo Cult. Like what you heard? Hear more from Jimmy Mack and Justin Wellborn exclusively on the SiriusXM app. Subscribe today at SiriusXM.com.